And hello, everybody. It is Tom Chenault, and welcome to the Network Marketing Leadership Show. It is an unbelievable day. We are with a woman I completely and totally love. Her name is Michelle Poehler. She's married to her husband, Adam. They are the cutest little couple you've ever seen in your life. I first met her at the, at the GoPro, and she electrified the crowd. And I've seen her on two other subsequent occasions. And every time she comes, she delivers like you've never seen before. She is amazing. That's all there is to it. She's as cute as a button. You are going to love her. She's written an incredible book that I want you to buy right now. It's called Hello Fears. And look at this beautiful, colorful, wonderful book. It is absolutely written for you. The print is huge, the pictures are adorable, the colors are absolutely vibrant. This book is all of it and a bag of chips. If you don't buy this, you're crazy because every one of us are scared. I was scared to death of Michelle Poehler coming into this show, but guess what? I crushed my comfort zone and I became the man I'm meant to be as a result of Michelle Poehler. I love this woman. Hello, little Michelle, how are you? What an introduction. I'm better than ever now. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. Well, where are you? Are you in Venezuela? Are you no. in Peru? Are you in New York City? Where are you? I moved to Miami about three months ago, right before COVID-19. Oh, wow. And how are you liking that? Well, I'm very happy here. We have a huge balcony. We have a nice uh, weather all Every day, I can't complain. And your husband teaches Spanish, and he's kind of an educator, motivator, wonderful human being, right? He teaches fi um, personal finance in Spanish. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's very, very cool. And I know nothing about Spanish, and I know nothing about personal finance, but I oh. do know a lot about fighting through fears. So I want to talk about you. I want to talk about what you're up to. And man alive, you are one fresh-faced son of a gun. And uh, Adrian, my little boy, I think you remember him. He's late to work. This is Adrian. I think you remember him. Remember where we were? And uh, he's going to help me interview you because he really, really is a lot more your age and more relatable than me, wouldn't you say? She's Courtney's age. Can you believe that? I know. She's, she's a kid. She's a go-getter. Yep. We got it. Yeah. Well, our little, his little sister is your age. Yeah. So, yeah. How old are you, Adrian? I am 35. Okay, so kind of close. I'll be yeah. 32 soon. <laughs> All right, there we go. Yeah, when's your birthday? Uh, June 20th. All right, Courtney's is April something. <laughs> no, it isn't, October something, and she'll be 32. So the point is, let's get this show on the road. Who are you? What are you all about? Why are, you know, you just are such a badass woman. You go after it. Talk to these people about your life, because it's just amazing what you've done. Oh, wow. That's a broad question. So I am a keynote speaker now a virtual keynote speaker, of yeah. course. Uh, can't be traveling like I was a few months ago, but I'm an author as of this week, officially, like you were yeah. saying. So this is exciting. And I am a fear facer. I'm a branding strategies art director. So, um, and I'm originally from Venezuela. Right. And there's just nothing you're afraid of anymore, really? Well, no, I am afraid of many things. So I did this project where I faced 100 fears in 100 days and I didn't become fearless. So, you know, so you don't become fearless after facing 100 fears. You just become more confident, more aware, more uh, mindful of your decisions, your choices, but definitely not fearless. And none of them killed you? Nope. Did you, do anything did you do anything death-defying? Well, other than skydiving and holding a tarantula and a snake, no. No. Okay, good. The tarantula one. That, the tarantula video, I still, I can't, I, that just, oh, that one. Yeah. That one got me. <laughs> yeah. So I, I love, and you, you kind of mentioned this on your intro, I love that you had to, you know, face some fear that you had no control over whatsoever in the last two months, just like many of us had. And you had a whole, you know, slate, you had a book coming out. You had all your whole travel book probably for the rest of the year and beyond. And uh, the universe had a different plan and you had to go and figure out how to become a virtual keynote speaker. So what, 
tell that story of how you faced that and what you had to do to go retool yourself for the new world that we all suddenly woke up to. Yeah, so it was definitely shocking at the beginning when my clients started canceling all of my events one by one. And I had to understand that this is not going to get better. It's actually going to get worse, at least for the first, um, I don't know, next four months or so. Uh, And then we're like, okay, maybe for the next two years, we have no idea when this is going to get better. So it's up to us now to do something about it instead of wait Uh, until the world gets back on track because guess what it might never get back on track it might we might even be entering a new reality and so it's up to us to choose right do we want to choose comfort which is just stay and watch and wait or do we want to choose growth which is to take action and do something about it and innovate and and put into practice all of the advice that I've been telling people for the last four years from the stage, right? Now it's the time to not only be a thought leader like it was, but to also be an action leader and lead with example. Like that, that, that was my goal. Um, once I entered, because first I had to do a lot of radical acceptance, like understand this is happening. I'm going to launch my book in the middle of a pandemic. I'm not going to do a book tour. I'm going to lose all of my events for this year, at, le- at least postponed. Uh, what can I do about it? So that's when I decided to launch. The first thing I did was to launch my own online conference. So I sold ticket to that. Um, I had around 500 people that joined me through Zoom and we did a two and a half hour event uh, where I basically gave my full talk with exercises and it was like a family event because everybody's together at home. And that was like a good start because right after that clients saw that and they wanted me to do the same for their um, employees. So I started getting traction in that sense. And now I'm doing not the amount of events that I was doing before, but at least I am still doing some events a month. That's great. And I, I read, uh, congratulations, by the way, on, on the piece that you had in Forbes. I was reading through that today. But so, you know, I would imagine that you, you had to give some consideration of can I charge to go and do this event? You, you mentioned, you know, there's a lot of people out there that are putting out a lot of content for free right now. You, you made the decision to kind of go against that grain and charge for it. So talk about that decision and talk about, you know, what you learned from people's response to it. Yeah, that was a hard decision to make because so many people started just doing things for free. But then I'm like, who are those people? And I see that like Chris Martin from Coldplay is doing a free concert or whatever. And I'm like, I don't think they actually need the money maybe at this time. (laughs) Um, And so what I did is I was giving a lot of free content. And on top of that, I'm giving my paid content. So if you can't afford it, then you can get take advantage of all my free content like my podcast i started doing one live a a day with an expert to teach people how to monetize what they what what is it what they know and not what they do so if you're for example a photographer you're used to monetizing your photography now monetize what you know not what you do so how to take photographs and maybe teach other people or, or you know create content based on that so um i started to put a lot of free content out there and then the premium content. And, and it was, I was lucky because that was at the beginning of the pandemic. So people are not, were not getting fired as much as to like af- after that. Uh, I don't know if that would have been the case today. So that's why today we're not really monetizing our audience. We're mostly going B2B uh, instead of B2C. And for example, I just launched my book and I did a whole event for that. And I decided to charge but only because I want the commitment. So I was charging only $10 for people to attend my event or $30, but they would get the the book signed by me with a sticker and everything. So it's a hard balance. Yeah, we think so too. But you know, you are all over the world. You've traveled, you've done this whole deal and people are suffering. I just did a, a a webinar a couple of nights ago in Peru. And they're locked down. And those people are absolutely in their houses. The government does not let them out the door. And their only place to get positive 
affirmation is inside of their computer because everything else is dismal and blank. And what we think in the United States, I think right now, is this is a, uh, a made up problem between the Democrats and the Republicans and they're fighting like hell about who's right and who's wrong and who knew about it and who didn't. But I'm telling you what, it's much bigger and you have got that global perspective. Every country that I have gone to, from Russia to Argentina to everywhere is locked down. Nobody's making this up. People are dying, but the ones that aren't dying are at home, scared to death. And it's your job, Michelle Poehler, take it seriously to yank those people out of that fear, even if they don't do anything, if they're just standing with no fear. That's better than just wondering what the heck is going on. Don't you agree? Yeah, this is horrible this stuff. Is I know, and this is the right time to be talking, of, to be saying hello to our fears. Yeah. So definitely at the beginning, I was like freaking out, like what's going to happen with me, with my business. And then I'm like, no, this is my opportunity now to inspire people to say hello to their fears in any way that I can and take advantage of every different platform to do it. And definitely I'm grateful that the book came out right now. At the beginning, I was not grateful. I was like, uh like i was being the victim of my of this whole situation i'm like why me why my book and now i'm like this is a perfect time people need to read this and already thousands of people started reading the book and the impact has been so huge people are telling me that this is exactly what has been helping them to navigate through this situation with a very optimistic um attitude so we booked you about a long time ago. We didn't know the book was going to come out on time, exactly right. And next week, we've got a personal development guide. This show is not about that, but God's got it. And what the world needs to hear right now is not anything other than what you're talking about, because we're all, I'm Tom Chenault scared. I mean, my wife is scared. My children are scared. And having your book is an absolute masterpiece and a gift that you gotta not only buy for yourself, but you gotta buy it for your kids. Our daughter, Courtney, down in Denver. I mean, we've gotta, people need to own this because we don't know what to do with this new emotion called what's the world gonna look like? You just said it may be a new reality. And the way to get to that new reality is not be scared, right? No, no. It's the, okay, it's so definitely... we're gonna take a break. So we gotta, <laughs> we're gonna take a break, but here's what you're doing during the break. You're buying this book. Go buy this book, and I should—I think you should buy more than one because yeah. I'm telling you, it's that good, and you have got a lot of people in your life that are absolutely scared to death, and they can get through it with this book. They can get through it with prayer. They can get through it with family, but they can get through it. So we'll be back. This is the Network Marketing Leadership Show with Tom Chenault on the Genesis Communication Network. Thank you, Ted Anderson. We'll be right back. And we're back. <laughs> now, this is the commercial. So now, have fun. How you doing, Adrian? I'm good. I'm sorry I was late. I was, it's terrible. Looked at your I watch know, and said, I, know, I had a scroll of my cigar. Yeah. It's terrible. So here's the deal, Michelle. Have you noticed, and I, I could look it up quite easily, but have you noticed that on Instagram I say hi to you about once a month, I just send you yeah. a nice note? Have you noticed that? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it's, there's two reasons for it. One, I love you to death. But number two, he's got this app called Contact Mapping. And all that does once a month is remind me to call you, but I can't. So you're on Instagram because I don't have your phone number. The only way I have to communicate with you is type, type you a, type, a nice little note, which you almost always reach, reach your, you know, oh, it's amazing. Did you see who responded to me this morning? No. Seth Gooden. Oh, yes. No. I mean, all these people in the world, Harvey McKay, a couple of days ago, the guy that wrote the McKay 66, just an icon, one of the top 10 business writing books in the world. I, I called Car Harvey McKay a couple of days ago because the app told me to. And he goes, hey, Tom, when can I come back on your show, man? We got to get back out there. I mean, it's unbelievable if you'll just follow up with people, which he's a master at. That's the name of the game, right? It's just so few people, you know, the, you're, you, Seth Godin responded to you. Wow. You know, it's like we were so afraid of putting ourselves, you know, what Seth Godin would never respond to me. Well, he won't respond to the email that you don't send him, right? We know that right. for sure. And so it's like, just 
being willing to number one, put it out there in the first place. And then number two, to be willing to just go, you know what, I'm going to send Michelle Poehler, who's, you know, way out of my league, has a bazillion followers on social media and all this sort of stuff. I'm going to send her a nice comment and note once a month. And she's probably not going to respond to me for the first five times. And that's okay. And I'm not going to take that personally, but lo and behold, the sixth time they go, well, maybe this person like actually is likes me. like it likes me is serious wants to find a way to contribute to what my journey is whatever it is and you can get if you have a, des- a willingness to follow up and a desire to contribute you can get in front of literally anyone in the world i i firmly believe that do you agree with that michelle yeah we're all connected right now and we're all at home and we're all in in the same boat <laughs> so you had you said something profound you are not what you do we're all finding that out, especially all everybody that had to do that has a job outside of their home. But the knowledge of what we do and being able to teach that is so important. But what's really coming true to people is that they've been so busy doing instead of getting to know and develop relationships with human beings that they're standing here right now going, whoa, I don't have anybody to call because I never really paid attention to anybody because I was too busy doing what I do. And what I love about what's going on right now is our relationships are getting so much more rich because we've got time to actually develop them because we're not out there doing what we do. It's very cool. And, and we're not distracted by the illusion that the, what we do is the only thing that matters. Have you got a website? Have I, I do, yes. Contactmapping.com. You looked at her as you said it. So I got, no, I looked at you. Yeah, contactmapping.com. You got to go and check it out. Go to contactmapping.com slash action and you can actually see a little video of what we're talking about and how it can help you to go and use this time to really maximize connections and to connect with people that maybe you never would have been able to get in front of before, but that this particular moment is allowing you to do. It's not a CRM, it's a a relationship development system. There's a huge difference. You have got a Rolodex, you've got your contacts, they're gonna be with you till you die. Protect them with your life. We'll be right back. And we're back. This is the Top Chenault Show, along with the Network Marketing Leadership Show. I always have the name wrong. They renamed it because they think I'm going to die. So that's very, very hurtful. But the fact of the matter is I'm 69 years old. that was old. before the last two months. Yeah, that was before COVID. So anyway, the, make a long story short, the show is now called the Network Marketing Leadership Show. And that's just because of my potential untimely demise, which we hope is over a long time, but it could be sooner rather than later. But here we are. You renamed it and here we go. But what I, we've got going for you today is the one and only Michelle Poehler, the greatest little bundle of joy you've ever met in your entire life that is about three feet tall. And when you meet her, she grows right in front of your very eyes. And by the time you get done and you leave, I'll never forget when I met you guys outside of that restaurant, both you and Adam were just cute couple. And by the time it was over, you were like 11 feet tall because you had so much power, so much self-esteem, so much energy. It's unbelievable. And we love you. Love you too. That's why I always respond to your texts on Instagram. So where is the best place to buy the book. Do you want them to buy it at michellepolarbot.com versus Amazon? No, you can. I don't sell the book myself. You can go to Amazon and, and find it there, which is super easy. But you can also help Barnes & Noble that is struggling right now because Amazon is not struggling. You can help Target. You can help indie bookshops. And on hellofearsbook.com, you will find a list of all the other bookshops that we can contribute right now as opposed to Amazon, but you can find it on Amazon. Isn't that cool? That's really cool. I love yeah. that. That's a great, that's a great spirit. So, you know, I, I got to hear you speak. I so enjoy, I've gotten to hear you speak twice now. I've loved it both times. And, you know, one of the things that I, I took from it when I heard you back then was, you know, you've got to go out there and almost like seek out those fears and overcome them. Well, the fears have now kind of shown up on all of our front doorstep. And how, how does that, you know, how, how can you encourage our audience through this time where, you know, you don't have to go looking for your fears. They, hello, they're here. You know, how do you, how, you know, what do you recommend for people to, to find their way through this time? 
That's an really that's a really good question because normally I focus on what I call optional fears. Optional fears are the ones that you choose to face or not and stay in your comfort zone. But COVID-19 is not an optional fear, right? We're all facing it, either you like it or not. But what is optional is our attitude towards this. And so there's a quote that I've been talking for the last two months that is on my book chapter 10 i actually if you have the book highly recommend you reading chapter 10 the sentence chapter which is the last chapter it's called hello future and the quote that is in there that has been helping me a lot is from frida Kahlo, and it says throw dirt at me and watch me bloom and so when i first read that quote I thought it was about haters, right? You're telling a hater, yeah, throw dirt at me and watch me bloom. But then I thought, what if we're, we could say that to the universe? Yeah, universe, throw dirt at me, you know, and watch me bloom. And so I've been trying to bloom for the last months because you know what? We're all in the dirt. We're literally, so, like if, if this wouldn't be happening, then some people would be in the dirt, which means they're going through a bad divorce, they're struggling with uh, maybe an abusive parent, maybe they're in a country that is at war, whatever it is, that is the dirt, right? And some people wouldn't be experiencing the dirt because that's how life is. But now we're all in the dirt. And so we need to water ourselves because when we water ourselves, that's the, that's the only way that we get to bloom like a flower, right? Um, and so there are many ways that you can water yourself. For example, you can start by taking care of your health, like mental health and physical health. What can you do about that? You can uh, start by also learning new skills and using this time to develop yourself. You can also start reconsidering what you had before and what can you do about it if you want to change your life after this pandemic? What, what things can you do about that? Uh, there are so many ways that you can water yourself, but that's the most important thing. You can't just go and watch Netflix all day long. That's not watering yourself. Right. I agree with that 100%. So you get to meet all kinds of really, really influential people in your, in your path. And I'm betting you money. It's just like me. Every time I meet these influential people, I realize they're only human beings with an unbelievable attitude. They aren't any smarter. They aren't any better looking. They're nothing, but they've got an unbelievable, stoppable, unstoppable, positive attitude. And that's what sets them apart from the crowd. And any one of us can have that, can't we? Oh, yeah. That's what I love about it. I mean, there's nothing stopping. I mean, who would have thought a little girl from Venezuela was going to be able to pull off what you pulled off, but you decided to do it by facing a hundred fears. And now the rest, <coughs> need more vodka. The rest is history. <laughs> and that's what's so cool about you is that you have grabbed your destiny and obviously you're educated. We'll talk about that after we get to the other side of the break. We're gonna take a break right now. We're on the Genesis Communication Network. This is the Network Marketing Leader Show, Ship Show with Adrian Chanel, Michelle Poehler, and the world. We'll be right back. All right. And we're back. <laughs> okay, another break. That's the only bad thing about this is that it's a lot of commercials for the radio because you're on a lot of radio, but normally when you're on the radio, you get to go have a cup of coffee which you're welcome to do, and Adrian and I can just talk. But here's what I'm going to tell you, Michelle, because I don't think you're very familiar with the contact mapping app. But what's so crazy about it is I meet people all the time, unbelievable people. And I love them. I really love them. And I forget them as fast as I meet them because I meet so many people because I spoke at GoPro in front of 20,000 people. And it's very, very impossible to try to remember everybody. What happens if you put them in your phone, the deal pops up and says, do you have a picture of Michelle? Snap the picture. So I'm going to snap the picture of you right now because I want to remember you right where you are. Boom. So there's the picture, cornball picture. It's not your prom picture, but it's the picture that I'm going to remember. And then the microphone pops up and says, what else do you know about Michelle? Married to Adam. He teaches Spanish financial education. They just moved to Miami. They were down in Venezuela, college graduates, smart as heck, very young girl, just turned 32 years old. Incredible. That all goes in. I voice it in. And then I can Google my brain. And that's what this kid, his partner, you think you're smart? His partner has a PhD and his undergrad from MIT. 
that's a smart kid. I know. <laughs> and I know. Good. I, I watched Goodwill Hunting once, so I feel <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> yeah. So isn't that cool? So is, did that nail it? It 100% does. And it's no matter where you are in your journey of achieving influence or meeting people and, and trying to kind of find your way through all this stuff, the, the guideposts and the turning points in every one of our lives, it really comes down, and I, maybe we can actually talk about this after the break on the show itself, but the, the, the turning points in our lives, it's always around a chance meeting, a chance introduction, somebody who comes into our life at the right time, who takes a chance on us, who we develop a relationship with, and all of a sudden, everything, you know, nothing's ever the same again. And I think we're just, we're always one conversation away. We're always one relationship away from this whole new universe of opportunities and new things that we can do and work on that we didn't even, you know, we couldn't even conceived of that. You know, my own career was essentially a function of that. I, I went to, I took an assignment overseas. I was living in Texas. I went to the UK thinking I'd go for a couple years and come back. And it was like, I got there and all of a sudden this whole universe of all these other opportunities came about and I moved all over the world and got to do all these things. And, you know, I think that's, that's, that's true for all of us that if you, if you step through the doorway, there's a whole, you know, the, what's in that room is not, it is so much bigger than what you possibly could have imagined it was going to be, but it's a human being that kind of opens that door each time. Don't you think? Yeah. And you pinch yourself. I pinch myself every day. I got a call today. This guy named Richard Brook, who's another famous guy that you probably have met or you need to meet. He wrote a couple, he's written 10 books, but he's about my age. And we were talking and he said, you know what I regret most in my life? And I said, what is that? And he says, I wish I would have mapped everybody I ever met. Here I am, 70 years old, we're both in the same age group. And we had so many unbelievable relationships that we took for granted that could have been so rich if we had just followed them up throughout our life. And to teach the young kids that, and I think these people getting downsized and they, you know, who they are is their car, their job, their college degree or whatever, and now they're home. And they might not even have a job anymore. And who they are is who they are on the inside. And what they really have is that Rolodex and maybe nothing else. And you want to develop that at the absolute best you can, right? A hundred percent. And, you know, it's like, however, however big you have gotten, however big you're playing it, there's, you know, I think the easy, the thing that too often happens is you get, you know, you get to a certain level and you're like, well, I don't need to do that anymore. Cause I've like, I have, I have more people to talk to than I know what to do with. But if you can be strategic about that, even at that point in your career, no matter where you are, like the, the playing field just gets bigger and bigger and more and more powerful in your ability to contribute. You know, if you can stay in that zone, I think is. What's crazy for me is the most unbelievable people I know the Eric worries of the world, the higher they go, the more down to earth they get. Don't you agree with that, Michelle? I mean, uh, so, and you too. I mean, cause you start, re, you start absolutely respecting the richness of relationship over all that hype and noise. Cause as you get more famous, like you and Eric and all these people, you start looking around going, is this all there is? And then you call your mother. Then you call your dad, then you call Adam or your loved ones. And that's what I love about watching the elevation of these people is they get more real as they, you know, you go through that little stage where you think you're all of it in a bag of chips and then you realize, and that's what we've got. So we're going to go back to the show right now. So Adrian just stabbed me with a fork. So that means we're back. And we're back. It's the Network Marketing Leadership Show with Tom Chenault, Adrian Chenault, and the one and only Michelle Poehler, sponsored by contactmapping.com forward slash action, because he said to do that. And <laughs> Michelle Poehler, if you don't have her book, if you didn't buy your book on the break, I'm coming to your house as soon as this COVID <laughs> Me too. Yeah, because right. you need to have it. It's unbelievable. And it's going to change your life. And it's going to change your life right now instead of changing your life after you get successful or anything else. Because right now we're hanging on by a thread. And if you're not hanging on by a thread, you're in great shape. But the 20 people around you are. Courage. Look at that. Courage. Yeah. That's what it needs to be. And the other thing I want to say, this book is beautiful. <laughs> like it really, you know, it's you buy beautiful. a lot, you buy a lot of stuff out there and you're like, okay, number one, like, you know, it's about most, most books you buy and you're like, it's about that thick. 
and you're going, okay, well, that was a, you know, like a pretty expensive, you know, 20 pages. But this is, our, you know, there is a lot in here. It's beautiful. It's laid out really well. You want to, you're going to want to read this book both because it's great, but also because it just makes you feel good because it looks so good. So, you know why I did it that way? Because I don't read books. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I need to create the book for myself. Yeah. So people that don't read books, and I've had that comment a lot. People are like, I never read a book, and I am in chapter eight after like three hours of starting your book. Is it's just the the content's very engaging, and then lots of visual exercises for you to put into action everything that I'm saying. So I say that this is a journey, not my journey. It's like our journey, like mine and whoever is reading it comes together, and we both go through our fears together. Tell everybody about your education. I mentioned that before. I mean, you well, are not just a hot mess. You have, there is some science behind what you're doing here. And this didn't happen a lot. You know, you like to go, well, I'm just, I'm just Michelle and Adam. But you guys are sharp monetizing business people that are out to change the world one happy person at a time and make some money, which I love about you. So talk about that a little bit. Well, so I started by studying graphic design. That's really helpful today because then everything I have in my head, I can just design it myself and it looks really nice. Uh, then I studied advertising. So art direction, which helps with the creative side of my business. It's not only things look nice, they also sell. And then finally, I went on and I did a master's in branding, which helps so much because I get to not only brand myself, but I brand my business, my company. And it all started because I wanted to brand fear and I ended up branding courage. Wow. So cool. And where'd you go to school? So I went to SCAD. At yeah, first. I knew it was SCAD. That's <laughs> yes. where Jonathan Wallach went. Yeah. And then I went to SVA in New York, School of Visual Arts. Yeah. Wow. And you're just thrilled to death with both of those schools and that whole education. Yeah, it's both creative schools. And I come from a creative background. That's why I also work well with my husband. He's my manager um, because he comes from the strategic, financial, more serious side. And I am like the opposite. Now, do you get back down to your home country ever? No, no, it's can't go back. It's not super dangerous, but yeah. I, I wish I could go back. Yeah, that's that's such an interesting deal. And I, I pray for those people, the people of the, that aren't in the government down there. It's just I go all over the place and the people everywhere, whether it be Russia, Argentina, any one of these countries. And you just the people are so glorious and you just don't want to judge a country or the people by their government. Would you agree with that? Yeah, and now we are taking over the world. Venezuelans were everywhere. So I have a really international audience, but it's mainly Venezuelans all over the world crushing it also. And that's, that's pretty cool. I feel very proud now of Venezuelans. I'm gonna send you a Instagram invitation this Friday afternoon because we have a Zoom dance party with little kids and old people that are gonna make you cry. And you just check in for a couple of minutes. I mean, on the Facebook feed, people are begging me to invite you because you're such a little ball of fire. And all you do is we're having a sock hop. Every week it's different. Last week it was uh, air guitars. And you can't believe how many people wanna take a, while, a walk on the wild side for just an hour on a Friday afternoon with a bunch of like-minded misfits. So we're inviting you. So you can come if you want, but everybody's telling me to invite you, including Eric Worre, I just saw. He thought he got on here for the dance party. He goes, this is an interview, we want the dance party. Because <laughs> everybody loves the dance party and everybody somehow feels like you would be a hit. I am a good dancer. She's got the moves. She does it on stage. Man. I know it, yeah. man. Yeah, totally. Yeah, so <laughs> everything about you is what we want. I want to talk a little bit more about your free content because people want to know that. Do they find that at Michelle Polar or where do they find it? Uh, mainly Instagram. I, I basically live, people ask me, where do you live? And I live on Instagram. I don't you live really in Miami. Do. I, <laughs> yeah. So uh, find Hello Fears. So at Hello Fears on Instagram. Um, if you speak Spanish, go to my podcast. Do you know about my podcast? Is it pretty cool? No, Do you know tough. about it? No. Okay. So my podcast, it's in Spanish, but it's called From the Plane, but in Spanish, Desde el Avión, because Adam and I only record our episodes on the plane. This is my mic right here. Is this tiny 
thing. It's super yeah. cute. You plug it into the phone and then we record our conversations as we fly. But because we're not flying, we're now calling it from the couch and doing our conversations here. But all of our episodes used to be only when we were flying. Whoa, that's such a cool idea. Nice. Yeah. Okay. And it's so it's in Spanish. So we got to spread the word to our Spanish speaking <laughs> friends. Yeah. And there's no doubt about it. Well, that's, that's, that's plenty exciting. Yeah. And yeah, we are, we are big podcast people too. So he's at, you've got a couple of podcasts, don't you? We, this is a podcast. This is a podcast. I, I have a podcast. I didn't even know. <laughs> it. So I didn't know that. So that, yeah. So I know nothing. They don't tell me anything, Michelle. I'm a hundred. I'm lucky I even got here. It's unbelievable. <laughs> It's amazing. So, Michelle, I, we were talking a little bit about this on the break. I, I would love to know a little bit of, of the journey of, you know, because you kind of, you feel like you get a little bit of a, a sense of this as you share your story from the stage of this, you know, you set out to brand fear and eventually courage, but it all, you know, it was, it was also a little bit of this, like, is this thing going to happen? And so how, how did the, how do you feel like your journey took on a life of its own and were there was there someone or certain people who kind of came into your life and helped this message to spread as you as you made that that journey a reality definitely yeah so the first person i have to thank for that would be um his name is jason dorsey so he's a speaker he's been speaking maybe you know him for i don't know how many years and he saw me speak at tedx so when i faced my 100 fears Speaking at TEDx was the last fear, was number 100. And it was my first time speaking in public. I didn't know that was a career. I thought it was just a one-off and then I would find a job in advertising or, or branding. And then he saw me speak and he's like, you can do this for a living. People would pay you money for you to go on stage and, and spread your message. And I'm like, what? I didn't know. So then he's like, call me. I called him. He told me everything I need to know. And that's how I got started. And then last year I met the worries and that also changed my life. I have to say, um, when I did GoPro last year, um, it was my first time speaking, at network marketing, you know, audience and oh my God, I fell in love. I'm like, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. Cause it's so awesome. The, the, it was my best audience ever. And then after that, I started doing a lot of, other companies in network marketing and every every one that I do is like amazing so happy to continue in this journey well you know little zoom girl that they're all going to virtual conferences in their their attendance you know at Eric's place I, I, I spoke there too I think when you spoke but that now they're all getting they, they all had conferences with like 18,000 people and 40,000 people are showing up so your your numbers are going to go exponentially because people can't live without you and we got to get you back in the mainstream so you're just back to work without leaving the couch yeah. that's all there is to it because you're changing lives and you're perfect for network marketers because all they want is a little dose of absolute positivity and hope that's what the whole profession is about because every the rest of the world is out there grinding away you are perfect for it we got to get that out a little more yeah okay. yeah no doubt about it. I know some people, in fact, I was just on two different, I was on, I'm on the board of the ANMP, which is the Association of Network Marketing Professionals. And we've just taken hours to Zoom and we'll make sure, I, I promise you that if you want to speak down there, you got it. So that's of course, of course yeah. I do. Yeah, I have so. to tell you, whenever I'm delivering my message in front of uh, one of these audiences, I feel the connection because I feel how every single word I'm saying connects so well to what they have to do on their day-to-day. -day. Yeah, that's so cool today. And, and so as you're, you know, like, cause I think we're all having to figure out how to, you know, how I, I'm used to being out, meeting people out in the public or whatever. I'm used to speaking from a stage. Now I have to like allow my spirit to come through in that same way. And for you, especially, I mean, you have such this presence from the stage, you know, what, what are you learning about how to, uh, to connect with people effectively virtually? So I'm grateful that before becoming a speaker, I was a YouTuber. So I did YouTube for a few years and I didn't know where that was leading me to. And so I stopped doing YouTube and I'm so glad I did it 
for, I don't know, three years, because that's exactly the kind of training you need in order to speak to camera. And that's what is helping me today as a virtual keynote speaker, because um, I use everything I learned for my YouTube. So for example, a few things I can tell you is first, you need to be very expressive, like more than ever, because you're talking to a camera. So if you just speak as you would normally do, or as if you do on stage, then it doesn't translate the same. So you need to put extra, um, like, uh, what what's the word like um enthusiasm I think. yeah 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 extra enthusiasm um also you have to think about lighting and background so i have a cute background here so yeah <laughs> <laughs> um and what else i think that the attitude is the main main thing you need so let and me ask you this just because i'm curious now is the hair fiddling a trick or are you fiddling with your hair no, my hair, that's a problem I've been having since I moved to Miami. So that's You do not. feel, so that wasn't, you're not doing this just to keep us engaged? No, All no. Right, well, I would have done that. If it would have made me have more watchers, I would have been. <laughs> all right, good. That's all I wanted to know. I have to emulate you. You're far more successful than I will ever be. You're only 32 years old, and I am double that plus five. Think about that. Double 32 plus five. That's insanely old. Very, very old. To be having a mentor 32? Yeah. It's unbelievable. Michelle, you my, are. You're my dad's age. That's oh, well, that's very, very nice. I'm really happy to you're hear like that. You're like a father to me. <laughs> I know. I'm like his dad's age, too. It's <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, so this is exciting. All right, we're going to take – wait, do we have a – yeah, no, we're taking yeah, a break again. And I know you just love all the commercials. We are with Michelle Poehler. Go buy her book, Hello Fears, right now on Amazon during the break. We'll be back right after this. It's the Tom Chenault Network Marketing Leadership Show with Adrian, too. We'll be right back. <laughs> And we're back. Okay, so what do you got? I'm a terrible, there was a terrible out. That's okay. That's okay. All, all good. That's all good. So I, I loved what you were talking about just before the break. And it's something that I think a lot about because, I, you know, I, I think people watch someone, you, they watch people who are successful, whether that's in Facebook Lives or successful network marketers or whatever it is. And I think one of the traps that I, I see a lot of people falling into, especially if they're earlier on in their journey is they get so caught into this like attraction marketing, like I've just got to grow my audience and all this kind of stuff. And like growing audience is fantastic, but here's the thing. People spend so much time trying to grow the audience and then they don't really engage the audience. And that's the biggest, uh, just, it's like, uh, you know, I finally have this like stream coming and I'm just like letting it all fall to the ground. And it's like, well, maybe you like if you just tried to catch some of the stream that that might work better for you. And so anyway, we're so I'd love to get your thoughts on that. We're going to do a webinar on that coming up in a couple of weeks. And I, I just think there's a, a huge trick being missed by most people out there when it comes to the way that we build business on social media. And we're going to talk all about it. So if you go to contactmapping.com slash webinar, uh, it's on May 28th that we're doing it, 1 p.m. Eastern. You can, it's a free webinar. It's going to be awesome. And I, I'm really, really excited about it. But Michelle, talk about that idea that like, how, how do you engage, what do you do to engage with your audience? And especially when you're first getting going, why is that so important? I think it's really important that you spend even more time cultivating the audience you already have and engaging with them than building that audience. I think that if you do that, you will automatically build your audience without even working for it. Because the people that already follow you, they will be so in love with you and your content and your attitude that they will immediately recommend you to other people. So for example, in my case, I try to engage with absolutely everybody that um, wants to engage with me, that they, they want to talk to me. So through DM on Instagram, I answer to every but I, I would have to say 90% to the DMs that I get, I engage in a conversation with them. And what I do, and they love this, is I send them a voice note. First, because I don't like to write as much. And I always have a lot to say because I'm Latin and we talk a lot. So whenever I get a message, someone saying, hey, Michelle, I saw you at this event. You were amazing. You inspired me to do blank. I immediately either send them a video of myself or uh, telling them a message or just a voice message and they appreciate it so much. And then they go and they tell their friends and then it spreads and then you get more people. So that's really good. And the other good thing is give them good content that they can repost. That way they, they will be talking about you without even talking about you, but they will be talking about your content. 
Amazing. So I, I just checked because I, I knew it was a bazillion, but I didn't know the number off my head. So she has 82,000 followers on Instagram. And what she just told you, which I know is true, is that she engages with every one of those people that takes the time to send her a direct message. You have like 353 and you're telling me that you can't keep up with it and you don't have enough time. So that is not true. If she can do it with 80,000, you can do it with 353 and you should. It's incredible what happens. People will fall in love with you. Go to contactmapping.com slash webinar. Get on this webinar. We're going to be talking more about those same ideas. And wow, that was awesome. Thanks. I forgot we were at a commercial even. <laughs> so that was good. You're just a little fireball today. She on inspired it, you. That was really good. Well, I should have had her instead of you personally. <laughs> and we're back. This is Tom Chanel. It is the Network Marketing Leadership Show. I've got Michelle Poehler and Adrian Chanel with us. And I'm telling you, I love this woman. She is changing the world because she has really redefined happiness at a very, very young age and shown everybody that they can, they can get through the fear. They can have a positive attitude. They can absolutely make a living at it. And it just warms my heart. It just, you have done an unbelievable job, you little firecracker. Now, does your husband have a business that we can that we can put some light on too, or is it just, is he just your agent? Well, he's <laughs> mainly my agent, but now he it has been taking off more in the um, financial world. He partnered with someone, so I have to now share him, which I'm not a fan of because I like to have him all for myself. <laughs> but he's really happy because he's now pursuing his passion of course he was supporting me but he he's not the target of hello fears hello fears is mostly for women millennial is very very me the whole brand so now finally he has his own brand and the other thing he talks about which is really cool he talks about hacks so his he created a, his own instagram account that i help him and it's called stram hacks so he has life hacks productivity hacks travel hacks and life and, and and finance hacks of course yeah very cool and, it, and what's the handle it's stram s-t-r-a-m that's the first part of his last name okay cool. and then hacks so nice. and he created that he's very creative too Oh. Well, good. No wonder you married him. He didn't marry a dope, you know. The guy knew what he was doing. We're happy to hear that. So that's that's exciting. That's very very cool. And think about it. You can have babies and not have to leave. I mean, this is going to be exciting because you can. If you were in some hard job, you you know that you'd have a choice to make. But now you two are going to be able to take that kid all over the world and love life and the whole shot. And that's going to be beautiful. Yeah. Hopefully, yes. Yeah. How long have you been married? Nine years. Nine years. Holy mackerel. How long have you been married? Just celebrated 12 years. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Great. All right. Well, that's yeah. exciting. I need to contact map that. She's been married nine years. <laughs> Shramhacks.com. Okay, I got it. All right, How long so have you been married, Tom? Oh, a hundred years. You met Denise. My wife is really, really a nice woman who is a huge fan of yours. In fact, she's just peppering us with comments on the show because she just loves you. She loves your grass. She loves your eye. Adrian, uh, Denise is really, really big into style, especially in graphic design and all that stuff. So when she saw you speak twice, twice she really really loved it and uh so she's all over you like uh yeah she's she, i guarantee you she's been to stram hacks already too so, yeah. ah. so i've been married 21 years something like that so a long time before you were born so it's exciting <laughs> so what we're going to do now is we're going to get you out of here what would you say to anybody scared to death how do we what, do, what would you tell 99 percent of these network marketers are afraid to start getting them started, breaking past that initial fear, what would you say to them? I would say, let your ambition be bigger than your fears. Cool. If you're driven by ambition and not by fear, that's when you will be making the choices that you need to make in order to get where you actually want to go. That's what it is. So I, like I told you, I'm still fearful. I still have fears. I'm not fearless, but my ambition is way bigger than my fear. So I do not let my fears to get in the way of my goals or my passion. What happens if you want something like you've been on everything? I mean, Forbes magazine. How did you find Forbes? Did you find somebody or Forbes find you? They found me. The writer saw me speak at an event two years ago. I'll be darned. 
and then called you how long ago? Um, we've been talking since then. And this yeah. is the second article that she writes about me. And I was on her podcast twice. So you just it's about going. developing relationships. Thank you. That's what you're doing constantly. And the name of the game is never look past anybody because you never know who you're going to be able to help or is going to be able to help you. Correct? Yeah, correct. And touch it. I mean, she, I didn't know she talked to everybody yeah. like that. Yeah, I know. That's incredible. And it's, you know, what a nice way to, what, what an incredible way to be able to contribute and to, you know, to love people and to serve people, to be able to be responsive like that. And I was, you know, there's this, this new uh, video platform. I don't know if you've seen this kind of been like this, everybody's been talking about this the last few days. This is a thing called Quibi that they spent like some billions of dollars developing this new video platform that was supposed to, and it's just totally fallen on its face. And I was watching something today saying like the big mistake they made is they thought they were going to be this YouTube killer, but there's no way for the audience to interact with each other, with anyone. Like it's just this, you watch and there's nothing there. And I think that's what we want is to, to feel like we're talking to somebody else. And so when you get to be in the Hello Fears community, but you actually get a voice message back from Michelle Poehler, like that is magic. And we all want to be a part of something like that. And so it's just showing up that way is incredibly powerful. And when I texted Seth Gooden this morning, yeah, 30 seconds later, he responded. That's that fast. And that's because he's like you. He understands the value of his audience and understands the value of actually paying attention to the people buying, obviously, your books and everything else. I am, like, overcome with absolute admiration for you. And you're welcome back anytime. And I promise you, we're going to sell a lot more books for you. I'm going to buy Thank a bunch you. today. You're yeah. awesome. Thank you so much. I love talking with you guys. Next week, we've got Dan Gibbons. Ironically enough, he's a huge guy in personal development. He is one of the guys behind Psy Seminars. And we're going to talk about what it is to be a human being and a scared human being and how not to have to live in those fears and that all that stuff going along with that. So this show's kind of taken on a different life through the pandemic because we want you to feel like you're not alone. And that's the most important thing. So the way you're going to handle that today is you're going to go buy this little book called Hello Fears on Amazon. And you're going to go to contactmapping.com forward slash action. We love all of you. We'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to the show. You can get a lot more content like this going to contactmapping.com.